welcome to Living Fearlessly with your host, Lisa McDonald. My mama told me when I was young, we're all on superstars. She pulled my hair with my lipstick on, in a glass of purple dry. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so very much for joining me, rejoining me here again on this lovely Friday morning. My name is Lisa McDonald, host of Living Fearlessly with the Contact Talk Radio Network. Listenership spans to 145 countries, 220 TV radio terrestrial satellites, and the potential for millions of iTunes downloads. Once again, I'm joined by yet another phenomenal guest, very unique guest today joining us. Her name is Muskan Virk. She is one of the youngest authors in the world. She's 10 years old, and uh, she is uh, on hold here. Just I'm going to plug a little bit about her bio, given how expansive the listenership is. So who is Muskan Virk? Well, what I can tell you about Muskan is she is the author of her debut book, 365 Days of Gratitude. At just six years old, she was curious to find out about a flyer she saw on her grandmother's table and asked to talk to her about it. The term she saw was gender equality. She asked her mother, Mira, and insisted on that her mother explain to her what it meant. Muscon was driven to action change and to be a leader in this cause. She asked her parents about what she can do and expressed how touched she was that others experienced gender equality in this world. She started fundraising each year for her birthday in lieu of gifts and has been successful in donating to the Malala Fund, the Rick Hansen Foundation, the Cancer Foundation, and various other local charities in Vancouver's downtown east side. From her journal of over 450 gratitudes came the book and the Helping Hands organization, whose mission is to drive awareness and help those who are homeless or at risk of being homeless. After the release of the book in 2016, Muscon embarked on a North American book tour with stops in New York and Los Angeles. She collaborated with the Midnight Mission, who serves the Los Angeles area, where she participated in the dinner service and gave out 1,000 handwritten notes to the attendees. Muscon has been blessed to be supported by many, including contributing authors Serena Dyer, Maya Kanigan, Rick Hansen, Taylor Conroy, and Jason Garner. In addition, she has appeared in numerous talks, book signings, Q&As, radio, and TV interviews with like-minded, heart-centered supporters who feel passionately in sharing her message. Being a young lady who's passionate to help others and to be a good role model. Muscon has been involved in many events that bring awareness to affect both youth and adults, both in her community and at each stop of her book tours. Currently, Muscon is honored to represent the Positivity Power Movement, PositivityPowerMovement.com, as their first official Canadian ambassador. She lives with her parents and her dog, Butterball, in Vancouver, B.C. Good morning, Muscon. How are you? Good morning, Lisa. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Wow. You know what? I have to say, and of course, this all came to light as a result of your publicist, John, having reached out to me a couple of months ago. And when he started to share with me your story, your, your very inspiring story, I was absolutely blown away. Um, I just think that the fact that you're as young as what you are, uh, and given what I just plugged about this all coming to light and fruition in terms of your curiosity at six years old, um, I, I just couldn't believe it. So I thought, yes, we definitely have to have this young lady on the show. Uh, you know, again, going back to what I was just saying, 
is, you know, we had the nice talk with uh, John, your publicist. He reached out to me. He introduced a little bit about who you were to me. And I thought I absolutely have to have this powerhouse bright light on living fearlessly with Lisa McDonald. I'm so enamored and I'm so impressed with you and your accomplishments, but more importantly, your heart and knowing the story of what I plugged to the listeners at the beginning, at the top of the hour, you know, six years old and you're asking what gender equality means and how you can roll up your sleeves and pitch in and get part of the solution. So I want to say congratulations to you. Well, thank you so much. And Lisa, I just wanted to say that I love the name of your radio station, like Living Fearlessly Without Fear and Just With Love. It's just amazing. Oh, well, thank you for that. I'm really touched. So, you know, you've got a lot going on, and I think listeners would love to hear from you, more so outside of me plugging the title of your book uh, and the information about your book. Why don't you talk about your book? What 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 makes you passionate about gratitude specifically? Yeah, so um, what made me passionate about gratitude is that I learned about gender equality at the age of six, and then everything, like, I just looked at everything as a bad place. And, like, so everything was bad to me because I thought that gender inequality was bad and that made everything bad. So then I asked my parents what the, what I could do to make a difference, and I did fundraisers. But then I still didn't feel that, like, I still felt that, like, this world is a bad place. So then I, my mom told me to write in a journal what I was grateful for. So I started writing. And then at the end of a year, I had 455 things what I was grateful for. And then wow. when I brought it back to my mom, she said that we should publish it. And then a few years later, we have a book. And... Now I'm an author, so. Woohoo! Congratulations! Thank you. That is fantastic. So what I would be interested to know from you, Muscon, is what are some of the things that you are truly most grateful for in your life? Well, I'm grateful for my mom, who's my mommy manager, and my dad, and my dog, Butterball, and um, my grandmother, because they're uh, they're all uh, my family, and they really support me. And I'm also grateful to my publicist, to my amazing publicist, John, who mm-hmm. helps us um, get events in different uh, places and helps us get book tours started. So I want to thank John a lot, too. And I'm just grateful for being grateful and being able to wake up in the morning and see the smiles on everyone's faces when I go to school. So. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. You know, there's some people in this world who are, you know, three or four times, five times, six times your age was gone and they never quite grasp what it is to be grateful or who tend to focus more of their energies on the negative aspects of life or allow themselves to get downtrodden by things that are perceivably out of their control. And what I love about your spirit, and I have no doubt that it will continue to fly throughout the course of your life and your journey, is that you recognized very early on that it is truly a gift to be here and we are not guaranteed another day. We are not guaranteed tomorrow. We're not guaranteed tonight. And working within that time frame, you've maximized your wanting, your eagerness and your yearning to make this world a better place. And, and clearly you're doing that. So I want to say, 
the world needs more people like you, Ms. Gon, and I feel very grateful and I feel very humbled and honored and privileged to have you here and to have you in my journey. So thank you very much. I'm much grateful to you for that. Well, thank you. So, and I am grateful. I will take advantage of this too. I am certainly grateful to uh, John, like I say, because it was through his initiative that uh, you're on my program today. And I, I'm just so blessed and I'm so amazed. So why don't we talk a little bit about what's happened in your life since the inception of the book and since it's become published in all the book tours and all the media um, blitzes that have been happening for you and some of the things that are upcoming. So why don't we talk about how this has transformed your life? Well, well after I published my book, um, I was coming from a bad place to a good place. So I started focusing on good. And even after I published my book, I want things in life, and I know lots of people want things. Like, I always ask my parents if they could get me an iPhone 7, and they say no, but then I get upset, but then I think of all the things I already have and know that, and know that one day my parents will get me that, that phone. So I think after I wrote my book, it transformed the way I think of everything. Something like, if I see something bad, maybe I want to change it into something good. Or if I want something really bad and it takes advantage of me, I come back to being grateful. And I think that when I go and share my message with different people around the United States um, and Canada, it's just that it's amazing because I get to meet uh, very many loving souls and I get to go to amazing places. So... Last year during Christmas time, I went to Los Angeles, Los Angeles, and I went to New York, and I had, um, I had events in bookshops. I had, I was invited to many temples, and um, I had book signings. So it was just really amazing. And then in Los Angeles, I got to go to um, a place called the Midnight Mission which is a homeless mission, and um, I, I'm very connected to homeless people because ever since I could remember, my parents would always take me to um, downtown Vancouver on the east side, and we would give blankets, or when we went to a restaurant, we would ask the person what they, uh, what the homeless person, what they'd want to eat and get that for them. And when I went to India with my parents, um, I remember giving candies to all the homeless people, and like I, ever since I remember, my parents have always asked me before we go uh, go in to eat something, must go and go ask that man what he'd like to eat, or go ask that woman what he, the, she would like to eat, and I just think that with the influence of that, that I have always helped homeless people, and that's why um, when at the same age when I was sick. I conceived um, my my son that my organization, which is Helping Hands, that helps homeless people. Lovely. Well, let me ask you this, Ms. Gon. Do you do you think who you are and you having felt compelled to embrace a life of gratitude and want to pay it forward and be of service to others, did that come as a result of something unfortunate that happened to your family, or do you think it was uh, the way you were raised? Do you think it was because you were uh, 
around other people who you were able to see perhaps didn't have it as good as you and you were able to make the comparison between some people who are more fortunate than others? Where do you think this all came from for you? Well, I think that um, it all came from when I learned about gender equality and then my mom explained to me what it was about and then um, she told me and then I read Malala's book after because we listened to her Nobel Prize, uh, her speech uh, for um, the UN, and it was. And then from there, I learned I learned her her story by reading her by her, my mom reading um, her book to me, and I think after I read her story, I had some comparison to see like that my life is so amazing, but other girls' lives or other people in other countries' lives aren't as good as mine and that um it that was bad and I wanted to and I wanted to do my part to help help them and um that's how I did fundraisers and then after I um, my mom told me to switch my perspective from the bad in the world to the good. Um then I had my book and that's how my perspective switched to like come being grateful looking for the good things in life, not the bad. Beautiful. And what is it about Malala specifically in her journey that most inspires you? I think uh, make, uh, her making a difference, like sharing her voice and using her voice and giving the voice to children in her country. I think that's just amazing how she does it. And she's um, an inspiration to many girls around the world. Absolutely, she is. And have you had the opportunity as of yet to connect with her? Does she know how pivotal she is in your journey? Um, I don't think so because I haven't really, um, we haven't really met Mamala. So, um, but I want to get there and one day meet her and tell her how much she's inspired me. And I believe you will. I absolutely believe you will. And I'd be surprised if she hasn't as of yet realized who it is that you are. Uh, and if that hasn't happened as of yet, I think that's just truly a matter of time because I believe in energies. I believe in people connecting. I believe in, you know, things that we talk about like alignment. Um, I vibe attracts tribes. So I think the people who share your energy, people who understand your message, share your message, uh, are inspired and feel a calling to do the same kind of work that you're doing. And by work, I, I refer to it more as a labor of love. Um, you know, there's no doubt that the Malala, Malala's of the world, uh, outside of Malala specifically, will definitely have you on her radar soon. Thank you. So who else, aside from Malala, and, and by the sounds of it, your grandmother and your mother, and, uh, and and clearly John now, who else would be some of your mentors, uh, role models, people that you look up to, whether it's people that are in your actual life or people that you are uh, not in their life, but whose message resonates with you at a global level? Well, I, th- I believe that uh, you know that Dr. Wayne Dyer um, was always um, – like a very true inspiration to me and my mom. Like um, my mom, like or like everyone, um, many people used to give me Dr. Wayne Dyer's children's books, and um, like they're called "It's Not What You've Got" or "No Excuses," "Unstoppable Me," "I Am," "Incredible You," and I just remember when I was little reading his books and um, watching videos with my mom and listening to uh, to 
him in the car on the way to school and the way back. I just think that his teachings really inspired me to look for good things in life. And I think that his, one of my favorite quote of his is, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And that's very true because when you change the perspective, you look at something and you look at it from a different angle, it changes. Um, what, I, what I know of because my the amazing publish is John and my mommy manager. Um, mm-hmm. They took care of all doing the books because I was only um, I was only seven when I finished writing the book. So um, when I, I just me and my mom and my dad decided that some people like uh, Taylor Conrad, Rick Hansen, Serena Dyer, man, uh, um, Maya Canigan, like they were all very like-minded people. So we contacted them and asked them to write what they were grateful for in the book. And um, originally we wanted Dr. Wayne Dyer to write, uh, write the forward, but then after his passing, we um, asked Serena Dyer to write the forward, and then she really um, willingly said yes, and it was really nice to have her the forward of my book uh, done by her. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And, you know, you're in good company there. I had Rick Hansen on radio as well. And, uh, I take my hat off to him for all the work that he's done with his Man in Motion tour. Um, and, and just continually paying it forward and being of service as does Serena, as does you. So really, uh, really great people to be included in this book together. So a few things that I think would be important for the listeners to also be aware of in terms of some of the things that you're going to be, uh, you know, showcasing and and, and important dates to make mention of that are coming up for you as it speaks to your tour and your appearances and where uh, you're going to be located. Um, so you're going to be in uh, Buffalo. You have an event in Buffalo. Uh, it's also on July 2nd. And so a portion of what you do for Healing Power, power of Gratitude it goes to the Children's Hospital in Buffalo, which provides support to the children who are navigating through cancer and dialysis treatments, which I think is just absolutely beautiful. Um, you also have, you're going to be in Toronto, which is my neck of the woods, and I'm hoping that on these dates we can hopefully connect face-to-face and I can give you a big hug and thank you in person for all the great work that you're doing. Uh, but you have two additional events that are scheduled in Toronto. One is for Thursday, July 20th at Moonflower's Metaphysical Store and Friday, July 21st at the Rock Shop of Kleinberg. Um, and these are right now currently being finalized, which is amazing. So you've got so many things that are upcoming. Uh, you've, you, you clearly do a lot of speaking engagements. You're being interviewed all over the place. Where is it that you've been interviewed and, 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 um, and, and where else is your message getting out there, Muscon? Well, um, with my, with, this is my second week of my book tour. So we went to Buffalo, as you mentioned, and Toronto. And then mm-hmm. we're also going to Washington, D.C., and Chicago. And mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm really excited about that. And I've been interviewed on, um, like, uh, I've been interviewed on many um, stations with many uh, beautiful uh, radio station people. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, so, um, I don't remember the names of all of them, but I've been on Love Heart Radio a few times. So, I just think that my message is getting out there, and it's just amazing. And you can also read my website, 
which is MissGarnsworth.com, to see more dates of my book tour. Fantastic. And I think it's also important for the listeners to know as well that people can order your book through your website. You have an Amazon.com link that's uh, attached to your site for people who wish to make direct purchase orders. And again, your website is again, Muscon? It's MuscanVirk.com. So it's M-U-S-K-A-N-V-I-R-K.com. Fantastic. And I think it would also be important for the listeners to know that they can receive additional information and do research on Muscon outside of her own website. There's also the option and the opportunity uh, to access information through her publicist. Uh, the address for that, the email address is, website address, I should say, is empoweredbyjohn.com. So the word empowered by by john j o h n dot com that's the official website for more additional information on muscon uh that provides all the indigo promotional tour dates uh all the information that you would want to know that's affiliated and attached to our guest today muscon Verk. so what else is in the works for you i mean are you feeling a calling to do a second book are there other passions other things that you're pursuing that we don't necessarily know about because our focus right now is on this particular book and the upcoming book tour dates that are associated with that. What else is, what else are you looking to work on, Muscon, that's passionate to your heart? So I have ideas uh, for four more books and two of them are uh, chosen picture books and then two of them are not, they're like, um, like actual books. Fantastic. And so do you have any ideas as to what the premise or the theme about the book would be about, what the topic would be, or anything like that? Or is that still relatively new that you're playing around with at the moment? I'm still playing around with it. Okay. Well, obviously you've got a lot that's occupying your time and your attention and your energies these days. So, I mean, it's always nice to have other things that we enjoy doing to look forward to. Uh, but it sounds to me as though you've already got your hands kind of full at the moment, right? Yeah. <laughs> so when you're not doing all the, the social media stuff and the book tours, how how do you relax? How do you take care of yourself? What are how do you like to spend your downtime? What's important to you? Well, I like to have fun with my friends at school and I love to go to school and I love to learn and I love to be outdoors mm-hmm. and I like to sing dance i'm um a black belt in taekwondo wow i like to play with my i like to take i like to play with my dog butterball Mm -hmm. really fluffy beautiful and and i like to um bake and and be outdoors and ride my bike and just to be myself Lovely. Well, and I think that's such an important thing that you just said, because, you know, particularly being a child, you're 10 years old, um, you know, and we don't base things on our actual age. We base things on who our, our, our true spirit is and what we feel a calling to do and what we feel grateful for, all those things which you embody uh, at only 10 years old. But I think it's important to always remember, as you said, you know, just being yourself. Um, those are very profound words, and sometimes people lose their way. People feel that they have to change who they are to fit other people's ideas of who they think they should be, uh, whether it be the choices that they make, the hobbies, the activities, 
that they immerse themselves in. And so it sounds to me like the people who are in your circle, your mom, your dad, John, other people who are like-minded and heart-centered, um, you know, everybody has done a great job in allowing you to be exactly as you are and to fly and to soar, which is what you're doing. So I think that's such a gift that the people who truly love you allow you to be exactly as you are without feeling the need to change you. So that's beautiful. I'm glad to hear that. Thank you. And I just want to say that you don't have to change like the way you look or what you do to fit into the box. Like uh, Go outside of the box and make your own new unique, make your own new and just be yourself and never allow anyone to tell, to tell you that, this is right or this is wrong because people have different perspectives and um, believe in yourself no matter what. Absolutely. So as a result of your book and your message, uh, whether it be people buying the book, reading the book, showing up for the book signings or hearing you speak, um, can you share with myself and the listeners, Muscon, anything that somebody has brought forward to you in terms of, you know, you've really changed my life or you've really inspired me? Um, you know, can you tell me some of the testimonials that you've received in the way that your book, your message and who you are as a human being uh, has fundamentally helped to change someone else's viewpoint or perception or choices in life? Yeah, so many people came to me and after I spoke or after they got my book and said, like, wow, what you say or what you said in your book is amazing and it's inspirational that at such a young age you can be grateful for so much and that you can look for more good in the world and um, instead of getting carried away with things you want. And I just want to clarify, I want things like I want a cell phone. I want makeup. I want um, to get my nail done every nail done every week. But if I don't over, like, if I don't get stuff that I don't want, I get upset, but then I think of all the things I already have, and I make a conscious choice to come from a place of gratitude. And then I switch my perspective and say that, you know what? I have so many things and that one day I will do those things or I'll get those things and I'm, I'm still happy just the way I am right now. Lovely. Well, you know, I'm a mom. I have two children who are around your age. So my son's eight and a half and my daughter, who's 18 months younger, is seven. And, you know, at that age and with things having changed since I was a child, my kids are continuously coming home. Mommy, everybody's got an iPhone. Everybody's got an iPad. Everybody's got this. And, you know, trying to convince me that they're the ones, the only ones in the whole classroom, in the whole school who don't have what everybody else has. Um, and we, and I think it's great when these conversations come up because it's an opportunity to talk about the things that really matter. Um, you know, we talk about the fact that it's important not to take things for granted. And, you know, given that my children will never have to worry about clean running water or having a roof over their house or having a fridge full of food or having clothes, uh, that aren't necessarily hand-me-downs that we can actually go out to the store once in a while and, and they can treat themselves to something. You know, I try to bring it back to the fact that, you know, they've not seen how other people live in various parts of the world where basic needs are considered a luxury for these people. How children, you know, when we talk about, um, you know, some of the people that 
have been inspiring for you, Malala, you know, education, you know, when they complain about school, sometimes it's like, you know, you know how many children in this world would absolutely love to have what you have in terms of going to school and educate their minds and interact with other kids and feel like they can be kids without carrying adult responsibilities on their shoulders. So, you know, and I also think, too, for the things that children say that they want, I think it's an important life lesson that they also learn towards what it is to appreciate the value of something and what better way to know that than to earn it. Call it allowance, call it doing chores around the house, call it your first job. Um, so I'm sure these are things that you've also taken note of, too, given how you know, how much you're open to seeing how other people live, considering with all your work with and charities and fundraising as it speaks to homelessness. So you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Right. It's just very important to see what you already have and be like, look at what some other people don't have and know that you have that and that that's important. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think, you know, if, if we all, because I mean, even as an adult, I mean, I'm almost 46, even as an adult, there's lots of things I would love to have in my life, not necessarily materialistic wise, um, you know, but at the end of the day, when, when these things do happen, what you call it, you receive them as a result of your hard work or whatever the case may be, you do tend to appreciate it more and you do tend to look after your things a lot more uh, outside of people just giving you things all the time. I think if everything comes easy to people in life, um, you don't get the lesson behind the, the message or the gift. So, you know, I, this is just such a breath of fresh air to be talking to a 10-year-old and somebody who gets it, you know. Um, so this is this is really quite refreshing for me, Muscon. So I want to thank you. Thank you. And you know, I think if I didn't have inspirational people like my mom, Dr. Wayne Dyer, to actually move me through this, I wouldn't have um, written and uh, written the book. And I wouldn't have written book gender inequality, and I wouldn't have been who I was today. Um, and I think that it's really important that my mom told me that uh, about gender inequality. So I could change my perspective from the bad to good. And then that being grateful is really important. Amazing. And so what would you say to our listening audience, you know, for, for adults primarily who would be tuning into this show, but who have children and might then later when their kids come back from school say, you know, you've got to listen to this girl, Muscon. She's doing some wonderful things. She's only 10 years old. She's got a good head on her shoulders. She has a great heart. She understands what it means to pay it forward and to be of service. You know, what would you say to, children specifically around your age and I know your message is universal it applies to all ages but for children who could really benefit um, and and sometimes the message resonates with us more when it comes from our own age group or our peer group so what would you say to perhaps some of the younger listening audience who are really inspired with you who may be around your age and you know they're trying to figure out ways that they can be of service to other people like what would you say is important for people of your age to 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 be an agent of change to be an example to be a role model what would you want kids your age to know i want them to know that they should do whatever they want to do and that they should have the ability to use their voice to make a difference in the world and 
to be grateful for every single thing you see in your life. And I understand that you can't always be grateful and you will have these bad days and so do I, but at least you should make a conscious choice to look for gratefulness and to to be grateful and to come from a place of gratitude. And I think that's really important. And I think it's also important to be grateful for the bad things in life because like your negative things, your mistakes, your bad days and like anything else you want to do because without the bad we can't learn from we learn from the bad and without the bad we can't learn from our mistakes. And that's why it's important to be grateful for everything. So I think being grateful for everything, try to come from a place try your best to come from a place of gratitude. And just be you, be unique, and don't let anyone tell you that you're that um, you only have to be like this because you can be whoever you want to be as long as you love it and you should always follow your dreams. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And so when people, because adults oftentimes call it teachers, call it parents, call it whomever, will often say to children, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? Have you kind of already answered that question because you are, in fact, an author, or are there other things that you aspire to do? Yeah. Well, you know, I I think that when I get older, I, first of all, I, I just want to be happy. I want to be loved by people around me. But I also want to inspire other people with my message um, from this book and my upcoming books to come and, like, and show people that if I can do what I did at such a young age of six, that they can do it too. And that being grateful is important because from being grateful, you're happy. And when you're looking for good in the world, you get more happy thoughts back. Or when you you spread out love, you get more love back. And it's that you just have to fill someone else's bucket and you get filled back. And it's just, it's really important to fill people's buckets and to give them love and to make them feel that they're accepted. And I think that once once you do that, that that's what I want to do. I want to spread my message. Well, you've already begun doing that, and what a beautiful message it is. And we certainly need more people like you in this world, Muscon. And, you know, it starts at a young age. You know, I think if if the, the example is set, if the intention is set, you know, even younger than your age, I mean, it's just so impressive that this all came to be at six years old. Here you are at 10. You've authored a book that was released in 2016. This is just the beginning of your journey. But I think regardless of whatever – you choose to do in your life or whatever takes you down a certain path. Uh, you know, I, I think the essential ingredients that make up a stellar human being, a true, genuine, authentic human being and leader are already in you. And you're just sharing your gifts with the world. And I think that's important too. You know, when you know what your purpose is, when you know what your gifts are and that, that embodying what it is to pay it forward and to be of service and knowing there's always somebody else who's going to need your message, somebody else who's going to need your help, a lifting hand, a listening ear, a shoulder to cry on, whatever the case may be, or a gentle reminder of what really matters in life, hence gratitude. Um, 
you know, that's already incorporated into who you are as a human being. So I think as you continue to get older and more clear on who you are throughout the course of your journey, you're just going to continually emit positive energy and do great things for so many other people that you have yet to meet uh, and people you will never meet who you've still had a chance to touch and strike a chord in. So, you know, I want to say thank you for your contributions, Muscon, uh, and the fact that your choices, you know, even something as, as it's not simple, but it's a small way of, of knowing at such a young age of, of how you can pay it forward and be of service. You know, don't give me birthday gifts. You know, let's, let's put money towards charity. So let's help. If you want to do something kind for me, knowing who I am, then rather than giving me birthday presents, help me help other people. And I, I think that's so beautiful because people think if they don't have money, they can't help. What would you say to that, Muscon? Yeah. I would say that if, if you don't have money, you still have your love. And that, you know, I watched a video of homeless men who um, helped people of the Manchester incident. And I think that it was amazing that, that like, he was homeless. But he said in the video that even if I wouldn't, if I, if I woke up to the cries and if I wouldn't have gone, I, I couldn't have lived with myself or would have done so. He helped those people, and I think that it doesn't matter where you are in life. You can still help with your love, and it's not – you don't have to judge people for who they are, who they look like, and that it's so important to know that even without uh, without uh, money, you can still help with your love and your support for people, and don't judge people who don't have as much as you or have or – have more than you you just need to remember that they're human beings and that you should love them and that's helping them too beautiful absolutely beautiful and you know time just donate your time roll up your sleeves go down to a shelter go do some volunteer work you know go out to a cause once a year if there's a walk or a march or something like that so yeah there's there's a whole host of of ways small ways little ways, big ways, in between ways, uh, to help other people. So and you're clearly doing that, Muscon. Um what would you say to people of all ages, the importance what do you think the importance is of writing down your gratitudes, your daily gratitudes? I think it's important to writing down your daily gratitude. I was trying to match gratitude and daily together and that didn't really work. <laughs> Um, I think, I think, I think the important, I think the important is when you write down and then when you have a bad day, you can go back and look at your journal and say, that's a good thing I can be grateful for today. And then when you write down, you can remind yourself every day. And then when you write down every single day, you start changing, you start looking for more gratitude. So when I started writing, when I started writing in my gratitude journal, Mm-hmm. I had my perspective on the world. Once I started looking for more and more gratitude, then my perspective changed. It changed. I felt more gratitude because I kept focusing on gratitude. And what you focus on, you get more of. So, absolutely. I think that once you write down, yeah, once you write down your uh, gratitude, you are focusing more on being grateful and you will get more gratefulness back. 
Well, lovely. And on that note, Muskan, these always go too fast for my liking. And I just want to thank you for the gift of your time. And I will continue to plug all your upcoming events, particularly in Toronto, which is in my neck of the woods. And I would love to have an opportunity to meet you in person. Uh, for my listening audience, I want to thank you very much for taking time out of your day to tune in to Living Fearlessly with Lisa McDonald, the Contact Talk Radio Network. I wish everyone my very best. I would encourage you to buy a copy of Muskan's book, 365 Days of Gratitude. You can find it on her website, muskanverk.com. Amazon.com link is attached to her website. Thank you, Muskan. Thank you to my listeners. Thank you to everybody wishing you a fantastic weekend. Love and gratitude. All my best. You've been listening to Living Fearlessly with your host, Lisa McDonald. Visit her at lisamcdonaldauthor.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.